Welcome to Bikini Diaries. I'm Naima Thompson, businesswoman and IFBB bikini professional. Here, you will get the inside scoop from many bikini professionals and myself as we dive deep into the inner core of our triumphs, hardships, and evolution. This podcast was made to inspire, resonate, and enlighten others with all talks bikini in hopes that you never give up on your dreams. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Now let's talk bikini. Dear Diary. You all are in for a treat. The woman that I'm bringing on today is beautiful, absolutely hilarious, and remarkable. Her accomplishments scream brilliance as she started competing in just October of 2017. And nine months later, on the stage with the big dogs competing at her pro debut. Yes, you heard me right. In this episode, we're going to talk about how she quit her job to pursue her passions, her decision to go under the knife, and many tips that we can all take home with us. This woman is such a sweet, kind, loving individual, and I am so excited and delighted to introduce to you all IFBB bikini professional, Hannah Ranfrance. Hannah! Hey, girly. How are you? Good. How are you? I am so excited that you're on today. Me too. I've been looking forward to this all day long. I feel like everyone is in for a treat. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm going to start the podcast like I always start the podcast. And we're going to start with Bikini Hack. This is just a couple questions to get to know you so that all of the people that are listening in get to know you a little bit better. Sounds good. Hannah, where are you from? I am from Northwest Indiana in a little town. Well, not too little, but it's called Valparaiso. Oh, okay. And if we were to Google you now, where would you currently be living? I would be living with my parents. Okay. <laughs> and I am just, it's right outside of Chicago. So that's a pretty easy way to describe it. Um, I'm really close to the lake, Lake Michigan. Oh, that's beautiful. I love lakes so much. That would be so nice to live by lake. Yeah, it's very nice. How many years have you been competing? I just started competing in October of last year. So my first competition and then my pro debut, they were actually both on the 7th. So they were exactly nine months apart. Oh my goodness, really? Yeah, it was pretty awesome. I just realized that like the day or two before my pro debut, I was like, oh my gosh, it's on the 7th too. Wait, so your pro debut was your second show ever? No, um, it was, they were both on the 7th. So oh, okay. I competed, um, I competed October 7th in 2019 or 20, what am I saying? 2017. And then 2018 of July was when I did my pro debut. Right. Okay. That totally makes sense. That is awesome, girl. So you are fairly new to the sport then. Yep. I'm still learning everything. Just learning out all of the ins and outs along my journey. Yeah. Well, you're doing an amazing job. Thanks. What's your favorite muscle group to work out and why? It is probably shoulders just because mm. that 
used to be like one of my areas that I needed to grow. And then ever since I started training it harder and seeing results, it was just kind of rewarding. You know what I mean? Like I started putting in the hard work and then I actually got to see growth and improvement. And now I just love hitting shoulders. That's awesome. I know a lot of girls have a lot of struggle like putting on, you know, shaping the shoulders and really putting muscle there because I feel like growing up, all you hear is squats, squats, squats. And so us as females, we tend to focus so much on the lower body, we completely forget about our upper bodies. And, you know, by the time we're ready to, you know, start doing our upper body, it's kind of like, oh my gosh, starting from square one, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, even something that I always tell my clients, because I'm a personal trainer, and in everyday life, your ADLs, your activities of daily life, so we do things where we push and we pull, we pick stuff up off the ground, we get up and down, we go up and down stairs. But when in everyday life are we like lifting something overhead? So typically all women generally don't have as good of upper body strength as lower, obviously, especially overhead movements. Yeah, I never really thought about it that way. If you could choose donuts or ice cream? Ice cream. <gasps> Me too. What flavor? <laughs> Just vanilla. I love plain vanilla. Oh my goodness. Vanilla? Mm-mm, girlfriend. Yes. I have to have chunky, monkey, you know, anything. <laughs> I am... I'm not a chocolate fan for some reason. I don't know why. Okay, well. I like pure sugar. Yum. Everybody loves sugar though, right? <laughs> yeah. And if you could choose pizza or burgers? Um, I would go with like a turkey burger or like a chicken sandwich because I mm -hmm. don't like red meat, but I like the whole bun and everything. <laughs> Sounds delicious. And where is the coolest gym you have ever been to? Oh, that's a good one. Um, hmm. Honestly, so far, my favorite gym is just my one right here at home in Portage. Um, it's called Classics, and it's just a family-owned gym, and it's just really unique. We have a lot of, like, old-school equipment, and it's a bodybuilding-type gym, but you also have, like, all your elders who come in, and it's just, like – a whole wide range of people and it's so cultured and I just love it. Wow. I have to, next time, if I'm ever in the area and I come visit you, I'll definitely have to check out that gym for sure. Yes. Oh my goodness. Hannah, what keeps you motivated? Um, I would say just everyone around me, like my clients motivate me, motivating others. I always tell everyone it's really just a circle of motivation, like the circle of life. Like when someone texts me and says, oh my gosh, I just got a compliment on this and I've never gotten complimented on this before. Like, thank you so much. That's because of you. And I'm like, oh my gosh, no, that's because of you. But really motivating others is what motivates me. That's beautiful. I love that you said that. Um, I feel the same way, you know, when someone reaches out to you and they they tell you that you affected their life in such a positive way. It's so reassuring. So I love that you said that. Yeah, it's so rewarding. And I'm just curious, what is your greatest bikini moment? Bring us back to that time. Um, Greatest bikini moment. Oh, my goodness. So getting my pro card was definitely one of the most amazing feelings. And especially because at first when I got 
the first callouts and stuff and I came off the stage, I had no idea that I was actually center stage. But then when I went off, hugged Casey and she was freaking out saying that I had split center. I had no idea. I thought I was like, I was just so happy because I got like third and then turns out I was center stage. And then actually when I got center stage and second call outs for my pro debut, I was crying more then than I did when I got my pro card. <laughs> oh my goodness. I remember watching um, the video and I was just screaming my head off. I was so excited for you. You looked absolutely amazing. So in your pro debut, you got uh, second call outs in center too. Oh my goodness. So why do you think that you were just like more excited then? I don't know. Um, Cause obviously it was a bigger show and everything like that. I mean, being my first pro show and I set the goal going into my pro debut of like, I wanted to get top 10 and I knew Chicago pro was a really big show and I had only been competing, you know, less than a year and I'm with all these amazing competitors. I got to meet my all time favorite bikini competitor, India Paulina, which she's such a sweetheart. And I just, didn't have any crazy expectations for myself because, you know, it's my first pro show. So I just felt like that was such a huge accomplishment. And I, like I said, I just had no expectations going into it. So. Well, you definitely did an amazing job and we're all very proud of you and you keep us extremely motivated to do, you know, bigger and better things. Thank you. Last question of the bikini hack. If you could pick one, what would be your favorite? Prepping, stage day, or post-show treats? Stage. Stage day, show day, for tell sure. Me, tell me about it. Why? Um, from the moment you wake up to before you even step on stage, it's I'm like on a life high on competition day because I just have so much fun. I meet the most amazing, inspiring women, and it's endless memories. It's endless laughter. You have so many girls who are just looking out for one another. And I just meet all these women who inspire me to be even better than I was the day before and to keep pushing and that no dream is too big. And it just lights this fire inside of me that's huge. And it's like a giant slumber party in my mind. (laughs) That's what competition weekend feels like. That's amazing, girl. That's exactly like why I started this podcast. I love IFBB bikini professionals. I love meeting you. I love meeting all of the girls. And you're right. There's nothing like, um, you know, being backstage and meeting these girls that are you have so much in common with them. You guys are all going towards, um, you know, the same goal, but you're going with each other. Yes, it's a competition, but you guys all want to see each other grow. And it's very empowering. I definitely feel that way as well. I'm so glad you said that. (laughs) It's the best part. So I know you've only been competing for a year, which I think that's like amazing. Um, Take us back to your fitness journey. How did that all begin? So I've always been an athlete my whole life. And I had my first gym membership when I was like 15 years old. And I love strength training. And then I decided I want to be a personal trainer. I went to school. I went to Purdue for exercise and health. And when I was in college, you know, I had people come up to me and ask me, like, do you compete? And I'm like, no, like, what's that? (laughs) And so um, I 
actually got really skinny when I was in college. I was just running all the time. I was stressed. I was not eating enough and I got really, really thin. And I did after college, I was like, you know what? I really want to put some weight on and I want to do it in a healthy way. And I also just love always setting up new challenges for myself and making new goals. Like at that time, before that, I was like doing half marathons. And so I was like, okay, I want to put weight on, but I can't force feed myself enough calories because I'm so active. Like I need to be held accountable for eating more. And so I was like, you know what, I'm just going to do a bikini competition, challenge myself, learn and grow as a person, as a trainer. And I did my first competition and I got first and I didn't expect to be that good at it. <laughs> and then Yay! it just all went uphill <laughs> from there. And like, before I even stepped on stage at my first competition, it was like, I just had found my niche and I fell in love with it. But like I said, before I even stepped on stage, I was like, I'm doing this for the rest of my life. (laughs) (laughs) What made you want to like, what made you say, like, I'm going to do this for the rest of my life? What, What was it? Just like, like I said before, all the women I was meeting backstage and how much fun I was having. Right. And just the support and the encouragement and how kind and loving everyone was. And that's like my thing is I just love to spread positivity and happiness. And when I meet other women who are just all positive vibes and it was just like endless fun. That's amazing. So when you decided to do your first show, how long did you, how long did it take to prepare for that? Cause I know you said you didn't really have much muscle on before. Yes. So I started bulking. I did like a three month gain before I started about a three month cut. Okay. And what did that consist of the bulking? Um, just gradual. Every single week we would slowly increase calories. Um, nothing too crazy. You know, I always tell everyone, um, prep and competing, whether you're in or off season, I am very strict and it's like, it's like a controlled science experiment. You know, you want to put muscle on, not, you want to do it, you're going to do it slowly because you don't want to gain too much fat along with it. That way your prep is easier. You know, you want to make, just be gaining that lean muscle mass, not a whole bunch of fat. Okay, perfect. Would you say that your first prep was an easy prep? Yeah, I would say it wasn't too bad. Um, right before, I would say when you are around eight weeks out, it's kind of tough because, you know, you've been prepping for a while and then eight weeks, it's, you haven't seen too many crazy changes, but I always tell people once you get to about like six weeks out, I feel like that's when I start seeing the most changes and then it's changes start to happen faster. And at that point when you're six and then especially four weeks out, you know, you see the finish line and you're really, really motivated at that point. So what kind of changes can we, um, can we expect to happen around six weeks out? Just, I think more, like your figure changes more and stuff like that. Like you're starting to cut more fat at that point because like you don't want to cut too fast because then you're going to cut muscle. So, you know, it's slower. So I, that's when I start to see like biggest drops and I really feel like my body leans out more. Hannah, did you ever think that you were going to become an IFBB bikini pro? Um, I, when I first went to nationals, 
in Miami in 2017, I didn't even know what it really was and what my coach, my coach was like, we're going. And I was like, what's that? And so I just felt like a little lost puppy dog there. And then (laughs) I was like a deer in headlights on stage and I got first call outs and I was just, I was so nervous. And I was like, how did I, how did I even get here? Like these girls look way better than me. Like how am I even on this stage? Like I was just so nervous. You know what I mean? And I still did well, of course. But then after Miami nationals, I was like, oh my goodness. Like I did all my research. I was like, there's three pro qualifiers next year. Like I want to knock it out. Like I'm doing this. And then it turned into, I want to turn pro in Chicago, right by home. I want my mom and dad to come see me. Like, so then I mapped out all these crazy goals and I just, I accomplished it. Wow. You definitely did. You seem so determined. Do you feel like your running background kind of helped you put on um, muscle? Because I know a lot of us girls, um, some people, you know, they're they're bigger, so they have problem, um, you know, losing weight. But your case was a little bit different. Um, so what do you think really helped you in that process? Yeah, um, I think just being held accountable for eating enough, like I said, and then doing those gradual increases. And at times I did have to kind of like force feed myself and eat when I wasn't hungry or continue to eat when I wasn't full um, or continue to eat when I was already full just because I, my metabolism was so fast, you know? So I think and I lifted very heavy, like I increased my weights, which I enjoyed that. And I felt good during my lifts and I liked feeling strong. And I was always in a very good mental state too. Like you have to be in a good mental state and just, you know, love your body every step of the way and don't let the scale discourage you. You know, I, it got to the point where, um, I would end up being like bummed out if the scale didn't go up, <laughs> And that's so backwards. And I was mm-hmm. so happy that I mentally got to that point where I was excited to be making these gro- these gains and growing and loving my body no matter what, because I knew what I needed to do in order to make the gains. Wow. This is such great advice. I'm so happy that you mentioned that. Girls, if you're having a hard time putting on weight, just keep going. Make sure you're keeping your food in. You know, make sure you're lifting heavy. Make sure that you continue and you don't give up. And you never know, you might just get first call outs and not know what that means. (laughs) (laughs) And then become an IFBB bikini professional. (laughs) Just like Hannah. Yes. I always say just trust in the plan because you'll get there, you know sometimes you don't want to eat the food or you're nervous to cut or you're nervous to add in stuff like that. But just, you know, if you have a good coach, trust them. Definitely. So now that you're an IFBB bikini professional, what does that actually mean to you? So my biggest thing and what I love most about being um, an IFBB professional is just, I feel like it gives me the power to just encourage and inspire that many more women. And I can, motivate others to just be the best person that they can be. And it, it's just so awesome because the only person you should really compare yourself to is the person you were the day before. I completely agree with you 100 
10%. It has to do with your journey. You really have to just focus in on yourself and, you know, realize that you are going against you. It's you against you and to not compare yourself to others. So I definitely think you do a really good job at that. Um, I'm really happy that you have obtain your card and you know exactly like how you want to impact the world and you told me you're you're you are a personal trainer and I think that's amazing so tell me exactly like what kind of personal training do you do how often do you do this and so forth so I train clients out of my home and I train mainly general population, which is awesome. Um, I train men and women I train young girls like um high school, high school girls, college girls. And then I have women who are in their fifties, sixties, and it's just so awesome. I love working with the general population and teaching them, you know, strength training because a lot of people who want to lose weight, they just think cardio, cardio. And so I love getting women and even some men who haven't even done much strength training ever before. I love teaching them to love the weights. Wonderful. That's awesome. I know if I run into anyone that's having a problem putting on masks, I definitely know they can look up to you and you can coach them into doing that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I did see that you said that you ended up quitting your job. Was this a job that you had prior or was were you uh, a personal trainer and then you took a break? What happened there? Yeah. So I used to train out of a gym and then I switched to just training out of my home because I was working for a corporate gym and, you know, it was very contract based sign up. It has to be six months and you have to do this many sessions and they could change the prices on me and I had no control or power over anything. And it was a lot of micromanaging. And if, you know, clients had to have surgeries or there was crazy snow because we live in Northwest Indiana, it was hard for me. I couldn't just be understanding because I was always being micromanaged and it, I didn't like having to charge people and stuff like that. And so yeah. I just didn't want to deal with that anymore. Mm. Seems because, like very negative, right? Yeah. <laughs> Lots of just, pressure. And you're yeah. not that kind of person at all. No. <laughs> so like when a, when a 70 year old scary. When a 70-year-old can't make it to me because he's snowed in, like, I understand that. And so, like, when my schedule slowed down because of situations like that, I was being questioned and stuff. And I'm like, well, the, the poor old man can't make it in. Like, we need to understand that. <laughs> So many of us are personal trainers and we've worked for corporate gyms and we can definitely relate. You know, it's very salesy and it's like everybody's about, you know, I'm not going to say everyone, but it appears to be that, you know, they're more focused on the numbers than they are the clients. Yes. And you guys make a percentage, right? What percentage were you making before? Oh, I it was slim to nothing. So that was the other thing that I try to explain to them. I'm like, clearly I'm not doing this for the money. Like I'm just doing this because I love to help people. So I don't want people thinking that's what I'm about. Yeah, I completely understand. And so you were like, I'm quitting my job. Um, I'm doing this. Like what, what made you get, get the courage to be able to do something um, such as that? I was just so stressed out and I hadn't felt like that anxiety since I was in like a really unhealthy 
abusive relationship. So I was like, oh my gosh, why do I feel this way? What's going on? What's going on? Like, and then I was like, okay, I just need to, I just need to spread my wings and do my own thing. (laughs) Definitely. And what happened after you quit? Like, how did you feel after that? I felt the biggest weight off of my shoulders. It felt so amazing. And then, you know, I just trust in God and trust in his plan. And I had by word of mouth, you know, um, family, friends, or I'd run into someone at the park and they would be like, oh, you look fit. Like, what do you do? And I'm like, oh, I'm a trainer. Like I train out of my home. And it's like just little things like that. Like clients just pop up like crazy. Wow. So you definitely still loved being a personal trainer. You just didn't want to do the corporate thing. So you decided you were going to do it on your own. So for someone who's looking into making that step, going from the corporate and doing it their own, what would you, what advice would you give them as a way to like kind of start and get the courage to do so? You have to be very self-motivated and you have to be organized because, you know, working out of your home, you need to stay productive and stuff. And, you know, it's easy to get sidetracked or off task. So that's kind of a main thing. Um, You know, I write everything down in my planner. I love pencil pen. And I would say, like I said, word of mouth is huge. Um, You got to do some advertisement for yourself and stuff like that. So, um... I have, you know, girls from high school, but when I have one client who's happy and gets results, she's telling the next client, you know, and that's how I'm getting more people in. So just upholding a really positive image for yourself. It's beautiful advice. A lot of times, you know, we think, oh, we have to have a website and we have to have all the nicks and the gadgets and we have to know a bunch of people. But um, I'm assuming like that wasn't really the case for you. You said you talked to one person, helped one person. And then after that, the, the word kind of spread. And that's wonderful that you're able to, you know, affect one person in a positive light and kind of allow that energy to c- continue on to the next person. Yeah, I consider myself technology challenged, so. (laughs) (laughs) Websites are out of the question, right? (laughs) Yeah, maybe in the future if I get a little help. (laughs) I completely understand. I'm the same way. I'm surprised I was able to set up this podcast equipment today. (laughs) Yeah, props to you. (laughs) Thank you, girl. So how exactly do you balance the two prep and, you know, working with your clients? How do you do it? Um... Always being prepared, you know, um, getting into a good routine, being very comfortable with bringing my lunchbox everywhere. Um, You know, just like I said, being organized. Organization is a huge thing. Uh, Staying motivated. You just got to be motivated. You know, I wake up sometimes 5, 6 a.m. and I don't sit down until I go to bed at 9 or 10 at night, but I'm just one of those people who can never sit down. Mm. (laughs) I can sense that. You have so much energy all the time. Anytime I'm watching you, I'm just like laughing my hiney off and that's wonderful. So I have a question for you. Um, Because you're training clients in the gym and you also train yourself in the gym, do you ever feel like when you're just going to go to the gym just to simply work out, it feels like work? Oh, well, that's why I love training out of my home because Mm, nice. now that I go to a gym, I love feeling just like an everyday member and it doesn't feel like work to me because I just feel part of the community there. So yeah, it is really amazing. Um, but 
I do just, I love health and fitness so much. And I think, you know, that's one of the things with competing is, you know, to get that far, you can't look at it as a job, you know, it comes out of passion and love. And I think, I think, you know, that's why I do succeed. And I guess I have done so well this far is because I just, I have so much passion and love for the sport and for just health and fitness in general. Now, I know you're pretty new to the sport, so you're getting a lot of, um, you know, passion and a lot of energy and just you still have that love and everything's kind of thriving for you. But do you ever have times that you feel a little unpassionate or you question yourself? Um, I would say <laughs> the, the negative thing um, would be post-show, actually. Um, <laughs> I get like... I was driving home from my competition just this past Saturday and I was like sad because we hadn't planned. Obviously I don't have my next show planned yet. And I don't know if it'll be at the end of this year or the beginning of next year, but I know it's either one or the other. So it's not that big of a deal, but like I get sad not having something close up because I love it so much. So I guess as of right now, no, um, like, I really don't ever feel like that lack of it because I just have so much excitement for it. Awesome. I'm glad that you're you're still feeling excited and you're really excited for next year. Have you thought about what you want to do, how you're going to approach this off season? Yes. Um, our main goals, like I really do want to grow my shoulders a little bit more and um, definitely my lats. Um, my back is definitely a weak point too. So I want to really work on those. And then, um, I'm getting surgery this week, so I'll have a nice four to six week recovery probably. And then just depending on surgery and recovery, we're just going to play it out because we want, when I do step back on stage, I want to be ready. You know, I don't want to push I'm not going to push my recovery. I'm not going to push my off season. I want to do what's right for me and my body. So <gasps> I know I just need to listen and take it slow if I have to. <laughs> you, you mentioned surgery. What exactly is happening? What's going on, girl? On Thursday, I am getting the breast augmentation that I've always wanted my whole life. Eek! Yay. That's so exciting. How do you feel about that? I have been... I don't think I've ever been so excited for something. It feels like Christmas morning. I've been looking forward to it um, since the moment I scheduled it. And when did you make, when did you schedule this? I scheduled it a couple months ago, actually, and then had to push it back because I ended up getting my pro card and then having, and then I wanted to make my pro debut before I went into off season because we really wanted me to step on stage with in the IFBB to see how I stack up. Cause you know, it's, I'm in a whole new league now. So to get really good feedback and to see how I need to grow and improve, we wanted to see how I stacked up before we went into the off season to make my off season that much more beneficial. Yeah, I definitely want to get more into um, what the critiques were. But before I dive into that, I'm still very interested in the boobs. So you said <laughs> you said this is something you've wanted your entire life. So you did not decide to get the breast augmentation because of uh, your and I or because of your bikini career. 
No, I did not. This is something I have wanted since I was little. I have a really funny, goofy picture I posted on my Instagram of when I was a little kid and I like put two little tennis balls in my bathing suit. <laughs> and um, That's hilarious. I just, I, whether I am 135 or 110 pounds, you know, it doesn't matter what I weigh. I have never had a chest and I have always felt like, you know, I, I feel like I look like a 12 year old boy. That's literally how I feel. (laughs) You're so beautiful though. (laughs) I know. Um, one really cool thing that my older sister said to me when I told her I was getting the surgery and I said that comment to her and she goes, Hannah, she goes, I don't look at, she's like, all I see when I look at you is you. She was like, I just see my little sister. She was like, it's not going to change anything. And I was like, it just meant so much to me that she said that because she's right. And I shouldn't care what anyone thinks and it shouldn't matter, but it is just something that I've always wanted and I am really, really excited for it. So yeah. And you're, you're definitely doing this for yourself. I haven't mentioned you say, you know, my boyfriend didn't like my boobs or anything like that. It's something that you've been definitely wanting to do for yourself which is honorable. My favorite scene from 13 going on 30, I've probably wanted it since I've seen that movie when I was little. Um, (laughs) The little teenage girl gets on the elevator and she says to her, oh my goodness. She's like, I love your dress. And she's like, thanks. It's because I got these amazing boobs to fill it out. (laughs) And I'm like, I cannot wait for the day to fill out a dress. Yeah, right? I always joke and say, you know, I'm not 30 yet, but I'm to the point in my life where I know they're not coming in at age 30. So I'm just going to get it done now. I was like, I graduated college. I've saved up all my money. I made sure to pay it off way before I even got the surgery. I paid it off just so I wouldn't be like stressed out, you know, going into the surgery. Like I paid it off over a month ago. So I just prepared myself for it, you know? You know, you are a prime example um, of someone who has been able to become a professional without having boobs. There are so many girls in the sport who think that they need to, um, you know, get a breast implant implant to become a professional. How do you feel about that? Um, I'm very happy that that did happen because I always tell girls that because it is so true. And I even said in one of my posts, I said, I don't need, I don't think I need these to succeed because I'm so happy I even stepped on the pro stage without them and look at how well I did. You know, I got seventh place and this was at a, one of the top tier shows right here in Chicago and I still did awesome and yeah, you killed it. didn't even have it. So it's, you know, it's not about that. And I don't think it'll make a difference either way. Kind of like this, you know, when you get glittered up shoes or something on stage, I always tell people, I'm like, you know, it's not about, you don't want to distract the judge's eyes from you and your body. It's not about your shoes. It's not about your jewelry. It's about you. And I did my own hair and makeup for my pro debut with the help of Stephanie Fisher or well now fairy. She's married. Sorry. (laughs) I went to high school with her. So I always forget, but you know, I always say, it's about your whole package, but in all reality, it's like, if you put in the work, you're going to do well. 
Yeah, as long as you're you're symmetrical, you know, that's the main thing. I wish yeah. you were around when I was competing because I had a coach who told me I wasn't going to be successful and I needed breast implants. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah, that's a true story. And that definitely – I don't think I ever thought about breast implants until she said something. So it's definitely um, – something that I'm happy that we're talking about and we're clearing the air that you can become a professional without having them done. And, you know, but it's on the other side, it's okay to have them as well. You know, you're doing this for yourself. You love yourself regardless. And you're just really excited for the next step for sure. Yes. Like I said, I'm just excited to fill out some clothing. (laughs) (laughs) Get into that nice dress, right? Fill it out. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Well, we're definitely going to all hit you up and comment on how great and voluptuous you look. (laughs) Thank you. So – when let's let's go back to um your pro debut. So you guys decided that you were going to go straight into your pro debut. How do you think that that was a um a positive for you and your situation to do that? I think it was a great decision to make and I am so happy that I did do that because it was only 3 more weeks and it was like okay whatever I'll just push surgery back a couple weeks not a big deal at all and I am really happy because I got to do it near home and like I said um with my off season you know the NPC and the IFBB are two different leagues and you're competing against different women who are shaped and sized a little bit differently so I I wanted to see really how I compared and what the judges feedbacks was going to be before I started trying to critique things before I really did do a full out season in the pro circuit. So I, because the next time I do compete within the pro circuit, I have big goals for myself. So I really wanted to get that feedback from the judges, especially since I was already in the right conditioning. What was your feedback? I Talked to, actually, I reached out to three different judges. So um, one judge, head judge, he said, um, I just came in, he was like a little less hard. So that was actually Casey, which is my coach and I, we were kind of coming in. We wanted to, if anything, have the feedback of coming in too hard, you know, instead of too soft or something. So mm. I'm glad that that was my feedback because that's such an easy fix. You know, all you got to do is maybe eat a little bit more next time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not mad about that. Yeah, definitely not. More ice cream, more vanilla ice cream next oh, yeah. time. <laughs> so then mine and Casey's goals were also, you know, obviously grow the upper body a little bit more. And so that was what another judge said, which it was really cool because every single time Casey is like, I think we need to work on this, this, and this, which she always tells me to still get judges feedback, of course. And every single time she tells me something, it's always what the judges end up saying too. So I'm like, Casey, you know everything. She really does. Anytime she's ever said anything, it's definitely um, like mirrors what the judges say. Exactly. what was your method in going about um, approaching the judge for feedback? I just emailed um, a couple different judges. Um, Whenever I do email them, I always start off, you know, first and foremost, I want to thank them for all they do. Um, I like to talk about my experience with the competition and tell them, you know, 
well, I, I always do have great experience and it was Chicago, especially was so well ran and it was a really great experience for me. So I like to really let the judges know that. And, um, I want them to know that I appreciate them taking the time to respond to me as well. Yeah, that's extremely important when you email the judges to make sure you thank them. Like you said, let them know, you know, you appreciate their time because so many girls are in, um, are trying to get the judges feedback and it's very professional to do that. Let them know uh, what show you competed at, where you placed and sending them a photo, of course, too. Did, yes. Were you able to do that as well? Send them a photo? Yeah, and- I did. Yep. That way. And I, oh, and I always write my, I always, um, put my number down because I know a lot of times, you know, they, they see so many girls, so they're taking notes so quickly. So I always write down my number in the email as well. And then PS hit me up on Insta for some fun time. (laughs) (laughs) Just kidding. Don't do that. (laughs) At Hannah Rand friends. Right. (laughs) Follow me. Hashtag you rock. (laughs) So, um, You keep mentioning Casey, Casey, Casey. I know who Casey is, but can you tell our audience who is Casey? Casey is my coach. She is a coach on Team Boss Bodies. She is the big head of the gang. She is amazing. Um, she not she's not only a coach. You know, she is a role model. She's a friend. She is all around an awesome person. How do you think working with Casey has changed um, the way you view um, your preps, your your um, whole bikini experience? My favorite part about Casey is I really think that um, she puts our mental health and our personal lives at the top. You know, she cares so much about us girls that it it really, she's also a lifestyle coach. You know what I mean? So I think she's just done a great way of helping me integrate this more into my lifestyle. And especially, you know, how she does refeeds and stuff like that. Um, Mm -hmm. after shows, you know, we don't feel deprived because she lets girls work in treats. We get pancakes and stuff like that. Um, you know, she has some girls doing macros and flexible dieting. She makes everyone's plans so unique to them. Like I'm on a meal plan, but I know some of her girls are on macros. So, but I like meal plans. So, you know, she does what works what works for you and what you enjoy and what you like. Thank you for sharing that. I mean, so many um, coaches are just not like that. They have their own method, their own way of doing things, and they just, that's that's all you get. And I think it's very important to be able to work with someone who is going to um, kind of modify and change things to your liking so that you can succeed in whatever it is that you're doing. And it seems like you really enjoy what you're doing. What are your goals moving forward? So depending on recovery and stuff, and I would love to go compete in Spain in October because that's where my, <gasps> that's where my sister lives. So what's the date of that show? It's October 20th. So it's kind Ooh, of soon. It is. So like I said, I'm not going to push it. So if it's not going to be, if it's going to be a push, I'm not going to do it. Like I said, I would love to step on the stage by the end of the year just to, you know, do a couple, you know, like practice rounds. But um, 
To be honest, my goal is Olympia 2019. Ooh, and you're not afraid to say it. No. Um, If it means not competing at the end of this year because I need to grow more, then I'm doing it, you know? Um, Because next year, 2019, I am hitting that ground so hard. It's going to be crazy. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you just seem like so passionate and so determined in everything that you do. And I just love the energy that you're radiating off of you. Well, who has been your mentor um, in the sport? Definitely Stephanie Ferry, hands down. Um, And Casey, of course, now too. But Stephanie, she is like, I call her my bikini big sis, you know? (laughs) She is the reason I know what the sport is. And we went to high school together and she, the day before my first competition, my suit never came. It was MIA. And her mom obviously lives in my hometown still. And she's, her and her husband live out in Colorado now though, but she not only made sure that I had one suit, had three suits to try on and choose from the day before my show. Oh, wow. And she has been there for me since day one. And actually, that's why competing at Chicago Pro was such a huge deal. Because before I even got my pro card, it was after I got first call outs in center stage, Stephanie already decided to plan my life for me and plan <laughs> that I was doing Chicago Pro and like say she arranged, she's like planning rides, like planning our stay, like getting it all figured out. So I was like, Stephanie, stop. I haven't even gotten it yet. I haven't even gotten you yet. We don't know. <laughs> and so I came downstairs at like the morning after I got my pro card and Casey's like, so what's the plan? And I was like, well, Stephanie planned my life for me. We're doing Chicago pro. Yes. uh, That's awesome. It was, it was so amazing that after everything I got to do my pro debut with my number one bikini girl who, like I said, she has been there. She's been my biggest inspiration. She has been the biggest helping hand. She's answered any question I've ever had about anything. And like I said, she's a big sister to me and she got to help me with my hair and makeup for my pro debut. And it was just an unreal experience that I will never forget. Mm. Thank you so much for sharing that with us. I can feel the love that you have for your friend. (laughs) Seriously. No, it's so great. I feel like as time progresses, it's so hard to, you know, find really good girlfriends that are there for you. I feel like um, everything's becoming extremely competitive. Social media has just been taking over and it's so hard to just connect on like a real level. And it's so nice that you were able to find someone who, you know, could do that for you and to be a great role model in your life. Yes, she truly is amazing. What would you say was the biggest lesson you've learned? Um, I would say biggest lesson, that was kind of what I was talking about, about being a IFBB professional and what it meant to me, but um, how the only person you should compare yourself to is the person you were the day before mm. and not comparing yourself to others because – The moment I quit comparing myself to others is when I, you know, took off and really started succeeding because one thing that Casey told me that I really stuck out to me too was, um, we need to nail your look 
And she's right. It wasn't about looking better than this person. It's not looking better than that person. It's about bringing your best package and being the best that you can be. And no two bodies are made the same way. And I tell my clients that too, you know, we are all unique, you. So just be you and work on you because once you nail your look, that's when you're going to, you know, that's when you win it. I completely agree. Has there ever been um, a time that you've really struggled in your preps at all? Um, not, not too bad. Um, other than I would say the hardest time I ever had was from junior USA's up to junior Nats. We had to really come down. We had to bring my legs down. Right. I remember that. So it was really, really tough. That was the biggest struggle just because my calories were lower than ever before. So Mm. it was just, like I said, we had we had four weeks and I wanted Chicago and I was like, I will do anything it takes to get this. Like- I definitely feel you right there. So what was the method that you guys took to get your legs down? So to get my legs down, we had started before Junior Nats. The moment I started working with Casey, she, she does – like I said, in like we were saying before, everything's for you. It's She doesn't do no cookie cutter plan. So it was like, we have to bring down your legs. It's not, okay, go hit, go hit this muscle group this many times a day. Casey's very specific and she does fine detailing. So yeah, of course it was like some people think, oh, you have great legs, but it's like, no, they're not in proportion to my body. Like, they overpower my upper body. So we need to bring them down. And we started off by just taking out leg days completely and just switching to walks with zero incline on the days of my leg day because we needed to get rid of some of that muscle. And then after we did that for about a month, um, then after Junior USA's, we just hit it hard with plyo. And I didn't touch a weight for legs for, oh my gosh, I want to say almost like at least two months. Oh, wow. It's a long time. Yeah. We, it was just all body weights. You know, if anything, I'd use like little fives or 10 pound dumbbells, um, for lunges, if that, and then, um, for hip thrusts, you know, I'd use like a 20, but other than that, everything was plyo. It was box jumps, step ups, um, walking lunches. Uh, I was even doing burpees, you know, just stuff to really get my heart rate up. Wow, that's all great advice. I know a lot of us have had that issue. I've had that issue trying to bring my legs down. And, you know, you think take out, you know, your lower body workouts and you just kind of like, have a panic attack because you're, you're thinking like, Oh my God, there's no way I can stop training my legs. Like what's going to happen. Um, yeah. you are very successful with doing that. And, you know, again, trusting the process, you know, doing those plyos, walking, um, taking the incline out, definitely very different than your usual routine, but it worked for you and you did really, really well at your pro debut. I'm so Mm -hmm. proud of you. And so many of us look up to you. How do you think that you use your pro card for good? Um, I would say inspiring others. I just love to spread positivity and happiness. And that is, that's what I live for. That's 
what I live for is to just spread love and kindness. And backstage, when I meet the other women who are just, some people say, you know, when you go to a competition, girls are mean, girls are like this. And I'm like, well, I mean, my goal is to make every girl be nice. And I've never had a girl <laughs> be mean to me. Yeah. So well. I just try to keep them nice. Like, I'll, I'll try to break anyone. I always, you know, say kill them with kindness and I just want to spread love and happiness. <laughs> well, you definitely do. I know anytime I'm watching you, I'm just like cracking up. I'm always in the best time. Could be the worst day, but I know if I like watch one of your stories, I'm cracking up. Um, but yeah, you're definitely, you're definitely living, living that, living what you're, what you're speaking. And we definitely feel the love coming from you, Hannah. I'm, oh, thank you. I um, have one deep question for you to fill in the blank. If there was one thing you can confess in your diary, whether it be good or bad about your experiences as a bikini competitor, fill in the blank, dear diary. Hmm. One thing I could confess... I would confess that I would be very, very scared and fearful. I have no idea if something happened to me right now that I could no longer compete for some reason. I feel like I would actually be really, really depressed. And when, like I said, when I finished just my pro debut and we didn't have a show planned, I I got kind of nervous and I had like a quick moment of depression because I was like, it, it just fills so much inside of me and I sometimes don't know what I would do without it. Wow. That was very deep. I feel the, I've had moments of that as well. And this year has been hard in particular, you know, taking time off, but you know, you're just getting started and I know that every year will be different and, you know, it'll come sooner, sooner than, you know, you'll be right back on stage and you won't have to feel that way. Yeah. Thank you for that confession, girl. And to close this episode, I would like to ask you, what advice would you give to someone wanting to become an IFBB bikini professional? I would say never give up. Keep pushing. Don't let anyone tell you you can't do it because if you set your mind to something, and what I always say is, I don't say if you put your mind to it, I say if you put your heart, to it. You can do anything. Thank you. I love that. And I love you, but I mean, everyone else already loves you after this episode. I'm sure of it. Where can we find you if we want to, you know, go and say hi, ask you questions, or maybe even get some um, coaching? At Hannah Ranfrans on my Instagram. And there's um, my email is just Hannah Ranfrans at Gmail, which you can even click it right off my Instagram. I haven't been crazy active on my YouTube, but I do have a little YouTube link on there too. Um, but I just, I stay very, very active on my Instagram. I post a lot of highlights and I try to keep up. I like to post food tips. I like to post workouts on there. I like to just share positive vibes. I just try to do a little bit of everything. Thank you, Hannah. Thank you so much for being on today. And that concludes this episode, girl. Thank you. 
Thank you so much for having me. I had so much fun. Yay! If you love this episode, just as much as I love this episode, and you know someone who may love this episode just as much as you and I loved this episode, please pass them on to me. It would mean the world to me if you could help me help others. So please, if you loved it, it takes 30 seconds to leave me a five-star review and share with all of your friends. Thank you so much for tuning in today. And always remember to never give up on your dreams.